1: Hey, hey, Tamara here, back for another awesome episode. Hey, today's episode is a little bit different, and I'm pretty excited to bring it to you. Those of you who have followed me for a long time know that, I don't know, maybe a year ago, I lose track of time, so not sure exactly when, but I interviewed my son, Ari. Now, here's the thing, Ari is a monologuer, and when you start asking him questions, he has a lot to say and a lot of really insightful things to say, and Ari and I got into this habit of actually recording our conversations because we have these just deep, interesting conversations where he t- talks about like growth mindset versus fixed mindset and all these things you don't expect a 13 year old to talk about. Well, just the other day in the car, I got him monologuing about what it's like throwing yourself into things you've never done before and about struggles and how to approach struggles in your life. He talked about taming the struggle. That's at a little bit of the end of the episode. Listen in. You're going to love that. So I'm going to bring this one to you because he had some really powerful things to say about confidence, about failure, about um, learning opportunities, about struggle, It's just, man, when he gets monologuing, good stuff comes out. He is, he's an everyday innovator like us for sure. And he's 13. So, hey, when you're done with this episode, do me a favor, go back and click and leave a five-star review for Ari. Let him know that even at 13, he's got some stuff the rest of us can learn from. I know he does. And I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode. Let's do this. Here's my question for you, Ari. You're 13. You're in eighth grade. You're going into high school. Finally. Finally, but that's not the question I want to ask you about. The thing I want to ask you about is, you know, I had said earlier I'm really impressed, Ari, that at 13 you're willing to like, you know, be signed up for an Olympic triathlon. You've done a sprint triathlon with me. Like I I tend to throw you into things that I think you'll be really good at and excel, but you don't have any experience in them. You just kind of I kind of force you into them, and that's how you get your experience, right? For maybe a 500 freestyle when I was in fourth grade. Right, right. I did that to you too. Thanks. You're welcome. So. Right? Wouldn't you say that's true? Like, you agree to it. I'm not forcing you. Yeah, but, like you're saying things that you don't actually really have experience yet with. Yeah. And I was saying earlier how I find it really impressive that you do that. Thank so, you. You're welcome. I really am. I, I just don't I think at 13, if you had said to me you're doing a triathlon, if you said to me you're doing anything, I'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm 13, babe. So here's my question to you. Of course. When you, so like this weekend, you are standing at the start line with, I don't know, 200 other adults, right? Maybe a couple teenagers. Getting ready. Uh, no one under the uh, age of 20 but me. Yeah. So getting ready to start a mile swim. Yes. And there's all these adults around you. What is going through your head? Like, are you afraid at that moment? Are you just like not? Nah, you're, you're so comfortable in yourself that you're like, whatever. Like, what are you thinking? in those moments where you start those things that I sign you up for. I think I look
2: around and I see, you know, people staring at me. Uh-huh. They see a what, five foot six I don't know, I actually know how tall I am. Well five, I'm five
1: eight and you're a little taller than me, so we'll call it five. You're just just under okay, five nine.
2: but just under like a five eight Thirteen thirteen year old in a sleeveless uh swimsuit. Or a uh, Wet wetsu, who is about to smoke all of their butts. That's why I like to think they look around that. Okay. In reality, they're thinking, is this like an age group thing?
1: But I like how you're, you're it sounds to me like you're thinking like, oh, they're obviously all intimidated by me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, I think... It is. You do not have to go. Oh, I'm gonna smoke all their butts. I'm better than all of them. I didn't go. I'm better than all of them. I'm not better than all of them in no way. But I stayed in the middle. Yeah. I kept my distance. I did really well. But that was because I acknowledged a few things and I confronted them. Like what? What do you mean? In no way am I going to be better than the you know people who's who've been training their entire lives for this moment yeah in no way am i going to be worse than the people who are still standing on the blocks in no way am i going to be better than the dude right next to me that's what i think to myself Mm -hmm. and in no way am i going to be worse than the dude behind me i take a look at every single person i can i go I think I can do better, or I think I can do worse than that. Alright? Okay. It is okay. It is perfectly okay to acknowledge that you are under, under, uh, under-trained under or not ready for something. Like, how, I was barely ready. Yeah. I never felt like I got enough training, and even when I tried really hard to train... Afterwards, I thought I could have gone one extra mile.
1: I could have swam well, one more hundred. Well, and here's the thing. Going into, like, Havasu, we didn't even have the right equipment. We'd never... No. We'd never swam in a wetsuit before. That You'd was never backwards. been on our... I put on the wetsuit backwards <laughs> twice. <I know. laughs> you had never been on a, a road bike. You'd always been on a mountain bike. One hour of training. And yeah. you want to know how many people I smoked? A lot. I came in, what, 51st
2: out of 202. Yeah. I came in, in what, the top half? Yeah.
1: So, but are you, I guess what I want to know, Ari, so here, let me, let me say this. I think a lot of people are really afraid to try new things and put themselves out there and whether they succeed or fail, it doesn't really matter, right? No. they just, they're just afraid to even start. Yeah. And you seem to me like one of those guys who just is willing to give it a try. And I'm just curious where that comes from. In my opinion, and I was going to get to
2: it, and you kind of stated it. You kind of gave me the first step to it. I think that first kick, that first run, or that first, you know, that first bike is the most important. With anything, how you start it Uh and how you address it is what sets you up for the rest of the time. Tell me more. All right, say you're taking a test. You're sitting down, the room's quiet, doesn't really matter where you are. Yeah. I just want you to envision your middle school, you know, uh, classroom. Yeah. I want you to imagine yourself sitting there and you're staring at this first algebra problem and you're thinking, "What the hell?"
1: Yeah.
2: All right, it's like they, you know, they told you about the Rubik's cube that's a 3x3 three three and now they're handing you a 5x5. Five I think the first step is to simply put the pencil to the paper. Get started. It doesn't matter how you are physically, mentally, or anything, alright? Well, mentally does matter a lot more than physically. But with anything, if you just take that first step and put the pencil to the paper, you will feel better than sitting there and staring at a question yeah if you see that there's something you can do to give yourself a good start do it connect the puzzle pieces that first puzzle piece you pick up is the corner it is the most important part it is what gives you the access to a lot more freedom
0: You're listening to Conversations with Everyday Innovators on with Tamara Gondor podcast. Let's take a moment to thank our generous partners that make this possible.
1: I want to take a moment to talk about my friends at Howdy Puppy. Dogs experience all the same problems as humans when it comes to joint pain, anxiety, digestion, and arthritis. A great way to help our four-legged family members with these ailments is with CBD infused pet treats. Who doesn't like treats? As you longtime listeners know, my Mastiff Zoe is part of my family, but is getting older and has some anxiety issues when strangers come around. Howdy puppy CBD dog treats has totally changed her disposition. And I know she feels like her young, energetic, confident self when she gets Howdy puppy CBD dog treats. There are many CBD infused dog treats on the market but the truth is that many of them are overpriced and ineffective. We've looked at dozens of CBD dog treats and found most of them disappointing. Howdy Puppy is among the best brands in the CBD pet business. They deliver consistent quality, and their treats look and taste amazing, according to our dogs, of course. The company makes CBD dog treats in three flavors, steak, bacon, and cheese rolls. All of Howdy Puppy CBD treats contain natural ingredients, including high quality full spectrum hemp oil, all sourced and made in the USA. Full disclosure I am an investor in Howdy Puppy. But before I put my name on the company, I had an independent lab in Denver, Colorado, verify the quality and consistency of their treats. They are truly as advertised. Go online today at HowdyPuppy.com. Link will also be in the show notes and use promo code TAMARA, T-A-M-A-R-A, that's me, to get 20% off the absolute best CBD dog treats on the market. You will not be disappointed. Howdypuppy.com, promo code TAMARA. Don't let them suffer needlessly. Let them enjoy life too. Do you think, so you said the first step, right? Or the first bike, the first kick, you said? Okay. Do you think your first action... Needs to be big or can it be small? Or does it can it be smaller. All right. If you
2: are, I don't know, skinny or overweight. If you're not in shape and you think I'm gonna get in shape, I'm going. I'm gonna go for a run. Of course, you're going to start off small. I would. You're not gonna to run fifty big. miles on your first day. If not you if you want to do it. You again. are yeah, not if sure. you want to do it again you have to start small whether it's the lightest bar or something you you can do the bare minimum you can run a single block and be tired that is perfectly fine but as you build and build and build you will slowly realize that how you started was what really gave you that first kick yeah it's the thing that told you get off the couch You've been watching Friends for too long. <laughs>
1: Netflix is going to ask if you're dead. Are you still watching? Are you there? Yeah. So do you think that's true with everything in life? Like, I get it with physical stuff. No, no, not just physical stuff. Mental stuff. Tell me more. Let's say
2: an rehabilitation for anything. Anything mental, really. If you just take, if you just show up. All right? You will learn something. That is the whole point of showing up to anything. You will learn something. So what did you learn this weekend in your traveling? I learned that I can train harder. I will train harder. And that Ford Focus drivers suck. (laughs) Well, getting clipped by a car is no fun. Let's just say that. (laughs) Yeah. But I definitely learned that it is how you start your race and i'm not saying race as in like physical or just an actual race a race towards your goal yeah that is the most important and i'm not saying you can't get help for example the people on the bike supported me a ton and that's really what got me to the turnaround point how do i explain it um showing up doing anything this applies to every single thing rehabilitation something physical working out if you just show up you can learn something you can learn to do something right you can learn your limits so far you can learn how to improve yourself without hurting yourself
1: why do you think in life not just physical but in mental stuff too like not making that phone call to get the big deal or not showing up for the race or not doing your best, right? almost self-sabotaging yourself by not studying for a test. Why do you think it's so hard for people to just take that first step of showing up? I think it's hard for people to take that first step because it's new.
2: And there's always a first time for something. I get that's overused, but I really don't yeah. care right now. There is always a first time time for something. If you however I can explain it, I really just don't want to start repeating myself. But there's always a first time for something. And if you just arrive and you do your best, you will learn
1: so much. And that is the first step. But I want to dig into something though, Ari, because you keep saying Like just showing up, you learn something, you learn how to improve, you learn what to do differently, what to do better. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have the mindset of when you show up, either you fail or you succeed. And if you fail, it's embarrassing. And if you succeed, yay, accolades, cake on Friday. But your mindset, what you're telling me is I'm not there to win or lose. I'm there to learn something, at least as how you go into it. Now, I know you're competitive once the buzzer goes off and you're trying to do your best, but... But that's a whole mindset in itself of, I'm here to learn and grow. Yeah. Where does that come from for you?
2: Where does my mindset of kickassery come from? Yes. Where does your mindset of kickassery come from? I don't know, to be honest. I do my best to look at the bright side of things. And races have a bright side. You can kick butt. You can grow mentally, physically.
1: I think my competitive spirit comes from that. So I'm asking you, I agree with that, but I'm asking you also, where does this mindset of, hey, no matter what, I'm going to learn something. So it's, it's yeah. good. Where does that come from? Genuinely, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you think someone can acquire that mindset? Yes. What advice would you, for someone who struggles, who's like afraid to take that first step, because they are don't have that mindset of, hey, taking that first step. First of all, I think you said it earlier, right? You get started and that's everything. But also, that mindset of I'm going to learn, I think, takes off some of the pressure. Because you don't feel so like, oh my God, I have to get it right. You're just there to learn. Yeah. What advice would you give someone who's trying to get more of that mindset? More of the... Uh, learning like Learning. learning. Gro- everything's a learning experience mindset.
2: I would not. First, I would not turn to social media. All right? The problem is, you see those people on there who have these perfect lives and you immediately think those were handed to them. You probably think, oh, they found somebody and it just turned out well. No, every single thing you do is going to have a struggle. Every single step you take is going to have a struggle. Truth, yeah. And you work hard to make sure the struggle is less and less and less. And the pain hurts less. And the, you know, victory is more prominent. Okay. You see people on there with, like, eight packs. And you think, wow, they must have worked hard for that. Yes, they did. But you aren't. <laughs> Get to the g- No, I'm kidding. Um I see your they, point, though. They worked hard and they acquired this mindset by looking at people who are closest to them. You can look at, listen, when you think of brave, Ema, tell me what you think of. Who or what? What? What do you think of bravery?
1: Um, I think of bravery is pushing forward even when you're afraid or, or in times of extreme struggle. I think it takes bravery to speak up when you're afraid to I think it takes bravery to push through a tough challenge sometimes I think it takes bravery just to walk out your front door and and go about your day when you know you know there's a shitstorm out there waiting for you exactly I think that a lot of
2: people view bravery as you know some fairy tale big strong hero whether that be the world yeah whether that be man or woman or always you know facing their fears head-on and always succeeding there's never going to be a, you know, there's never in your life where you have only wins. There's going to be losses. Bad grades. Loss of, you know, loved ones. A trial, so, getting clipped by a car not being able get, yeah. Getting clipped by a car and not being able to run in a triathlon. That was fun. Still hurts. Um Bravery is... I can't remember where I remember this quote from, but it's starting when you know you're already screwed. It is starting when you know that you likely cannot improve uh, on the first time. It is starting when you know that you will be ridiculed and made fun of. It is starting when you know that you're too weak to do something that normal people would.
1: So you said something, Ari, that really stuck with me. So I just want to tell you what that is. Mm -hmm. Um, You said that, like, you're never going to always win. You're all, you know, there's always going to be, you're always going to have struggles ahead of you. Of course. Um, And, you know, over time, right, you hope to, to rack up more victories. Yeah. But to me, that was really stuck with me because it made me realize how sometimes I think where I get really frustrated or disappointed or just like Really doubt myself is, is when I don't anticipate the struggle, and then there is struggle. Yeah. And I feel like if maybe I anticipated, hey, struggle's going to happen, I'd go in with a better mindset versus feeling like I was blindsided by it. But to your point, it happens. It always happens. Why am I surprised?
2: One thing you can do to help yourself with that okay. is how to say, it. get used to the struggle. Brakes Be a. <laughs> Where did you hear that?
1: I was on my tank top, remember? Oh, I was yeah.
2: yeah. Just almost admire it, all right? For example, when we went biking in, where is it, Evergreen? Yeah, when where when was ride, yep. yeah. Where my bike broke down. Yeah, where my bike broke down. When I saw those hills, I struggled. And I was so annoyed. Uh, and when I got home, I did my best to go up any hill I could when I would run. Alright. I would go extra hard when I could bike again. So that when I see an obstacle or when I see struggle, I go, I can do this. Others can't. This is my strong suit. Embrace it and tame it.
1: Tame it. Oh, I like that. What
2: do you it's mean? going, it's going to be hard. But tame it. Tame it means to when you know that it's coming. When you know that it's coming, that you
1: are prepared and that you feel good. So, I like the taming. It. it makes me think it's not that I'm going to stop the struggle. The struggle's going to happen. No,
2: the struggle's going to happen no matter what you do.
1: Yeah, but it makes me think like I'm still in control of the struggle. The struggle's not exactly. in control of me. I like that taming. I'm going to tame my struggles.
0: Congratulations! By listening to this podcast, you took another step towards becoming an everyday innovator. To leap forward, visit www.go tolaunchstreet.com and take the Innovation Quotient Edge Assessment to discover your unique Everyday Innovator style and access the Everyday Innovator digital magazine for the top tools, insights, and inspiration at your fingertips 24-7. Tamara will be back with another Everyday Innovator conversation soon. In the meantime, if you got a nugget of value out of this podcast, let Tamara know by leaving a five-star review and comment. Your review equals more guests, more listeners, listens bigger impact until next time